How far should we take our faith with us? I mean, really, does Jesus need to go with us, say, to the gym? Of course, when we give our lives to Him, He is with us. His Spirit abides in us and goes everywhere with us. However, I had something happen this past week that made me think about where I take my faith with me in an obvious, tangible way. I'm going to share that story with you, so let me cue the intro, and then we'll be right back to talk about Jesus at the gym. Discipleship starts with a conversation. Sometimes that's easy, but sometimes we're not sure where to even begin. This podcast is created to inspire us about scriptures and relevant topics so that we can walk closer with Jesus and then have meaningful biblical conversations with those God has entrusted to us. Hi, my name is Tasha Williams, and I'm the founder of the Family Disciple Me Ministry. We believe that no matter what our age or stage in life, devotion and discipleship are God's calling on every one of His followers as we seek Him, speak Him together. So let's skip the intimidation and get straight to the conversation. Almost every Sunday at my church, I have the privilege and opportunity to lead our congregation in communion. Over the past months and years, that has become such a dear part of my role as a pastor's wife, as what we call a lead shep at our church. As I sit there and I listen to what the Spirit is saying to me through the message, and as I'm looking at my Bible and at the at the scriptures that are being used, and as I listen to my pastor husband, I talk to God and ask him about how he wants me to tie together that day's scripture and focus with communion. And over the years, it has just become so incredible to me how communion is so relevant every single week, not just as a tradition or as a command, but as a tangible application to our lives. And then when the message is over, I get to get up and lead our people in this most holy of traditions. Well, it's one thing to take communion when you're sitting in church surrounded by other believers. It's an entirely different thing to take communion when you're just out and about and doing your day and living your life. So this last week, I was at the gym. And it's the beginning of the year as I record this, and I'm really trying my hardest to honor this goal, this commitment to myself to exercise. So there I was at the gym, and I always start on the steps because that gets my heart rate up. And usually when I finish on the step machine, I go to some sort of weight machine because I'm with my daughter, Journey Grace, and that's what she likes to do next. So that's what we do. Well, on this particular day, Journey Grace wasn't there with me, so I decided to just go to the treadmill instead. So I got off the step machine, and I went over to the treadmill, and I don't know, there's got to be at least 20 or 30 treadmills 
treadmills at our gym, and I just randomly chose one. Well, when I stepped onto that treadmill and I put my water bottle into one of the cup holders, I looked over into the other cup holder, and there was a little communion cup. I don't know if you've used one of these, but it's what my church used for at least the past what three years during quarantine and and all the social distancing. It's one of those little communion cups that's like communion all sealed together. It's got the juice in the bottom, and then it's sealed, and it's got this little cracker wafer thing that's sealed on top. And that communion cup was just sitting there in that particular treadmill. That I stepped onto out of all the treadmills I could have possibly gone to at that gym, I looked at that and then I sort of looked around like, "Is this a test? Is this a prank? Is there somebody who's got video rolling to see if the pastor's wife or if the leader of this discipleship ministry will actually take seriously communion when she's not surrounded by other?" Believers, I actually laughed out loud right there because it was such a surreal moment. I picked up my phone and I texted my friend Amber back at Vanguard Church, and I said, "Hey, if we need any more communion cups, I just found one here randomly at the gym." And she texted me back, and we bantered back and forth. It was pretty funny. And then I just started thinking about it as I was walking. It's one thing to take communion at church. It's one thing to lead people. In communion at church, it's an entirely different thing to be at the gym and honor Jesus in that way in a very secular environment in front of people I don't know, in front of people who may actually be watching me and thinking that I am the strangest, weirdest woman in the gym that week. All these thoughts in mind, I started my walk on the treadmill and kept speeding it up and speeding it up, and doing my exercise. But as I did, I couldn't escape that perhaps this wasn't just a test, but it was perhaps a quiz about my willingness to follow Jesus. You know, in Acts one eight, Jesus said, "You will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea." And Samaria, and to the end of the earth. Certainly, when I lead communion at Vanguard Church in my family of believers there in that local body of believers, that is my Jerusalem. That's where my family worships. That's where my friends worship. That's where other people that I walk in community with worship. But then, am I willing to take Jesus with me then to Judea? And Samaria, or in other words, the gym. I kept power walking on that treadmill, and thinking about the fact that Jesus said in Acts one eight, "You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you." And I wondered, has His Spirit come upon me so strongly that I will do even crazy weird things in crazy weird places, all out of love for Jesus? I stared at that communion cup. I texted my friend Amber and laughed some more, and then I felt the Holy Spirit convict me and say, "You're willing to take Jesus with you to church, 
You're willing to take Jesus with you home. You're willing to take Jesus with you to the library studio where you record the podcast. You're willing to take Jesus to Vacation Bible Blast and lead hundreds of children. You're willing to take me to all these places. But will you take me to the gym? And in that moment, I knew that as silly as it was, I needed to take communion at Planet Fitness. Oh, goodness. (laughs) I breathed deep. And then I took out my phone and I took a picture of that particular place so that I'd have a picture to remember this by. And then I picked up that communion cup. When I did, I discovered that the cracker portion of that particular communion package had already been opened. And the Spirit of God did not convict me that I needed to take ABCC, already been chewed cracker. So I laid that part aside. But the juice, well, it was sealed. It was just fine. And so I got off the treadmill, carried with me my water bottle and my communion cup, and I stepped to the side and I took communion right there in Planet Fitness. When I looked around, there were no crazy cameras that jumped out. Apparently, it wasn't a prankster reality TV show. It was just this odd moment. Who knows who left that communion cup there or why? It didn't seem like anybody noticed me. There wasn't anyone who was furtively watching me. Not a single person seemed to even take notice of me. But turned out, it was a defining moment for me and God. It was a defining moment because if I'm willing to take Jesus to the gym with me, I can certainly take him other places too. I can start in Jerusalem and then I can go to Judea And once I feel confident in Judea, then I can go to Samaria. And then I can go to the furthest places of the earth. And my friend, here's the thing. It's the same for you. I hope and pray that you are taking Jesus to your Jerusalem. Who is your Jerusalem? Is it your children? Is it your grandchildren? Maybe it's your roommate or your spouse. I like to think of our Jerusalems as the people that we live with, whoever it is that God has placed in that immediate proximity of our lives. Let's be faithful and let's seek Him and speak Him in our Jerusalems. But then from there, He wants us to go to our Judeas. And I wonder if our Judeas just might be our neighbors or maybe our co-workers, reaching out to the next level of people that we interact with. And then from there, God calls us to go to Samaria. In biblical times, Samaria stood for a place that was not in the original disciples' comfort zone. Those were the people that were completely different from them, the people that they avoided or tried to walk around. And I must say, Planet Fitness is a little bit like that for me. I don't have any friends at Planet Fitness. I don't talk to people at Planet Fitness, except to perhaps encourage the occasional little old lady who is doing her best there. But in general, I don't see that as my mission field. And yet, this past week, God said to me, are you willing to take me to the gym with you as well? Are you willing to go beyond your Jerusalem to your Judea and to your Samaria and then to the uttermost parts of the world where I send you? Friend, I think that that is the question that he has for all of us who say we are Christ followers. I absolutely believe that he has called each one of us 
to seek Him and then to speak Him. He's called each one of us to meet with God and then to make Him known. It's not a question of whether or not He wants us to do that. The only question is, to whom? Who does He want us to make Him known to? His Spirit made it very clear to me that I am to be a witness at the gym. What about you? What is God saying to you? Where is He calling you? Where is He sending you? Maybe He's not asking you to take Jesus to the gym with you, but maybe there's someplace else that He's calling you to. Will you do that? Will I do that? Friends, wherever we are, as we follow Jesus, let's seek Him and let's speak Him together. Now, wherever you go today, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May He turn His countenance toward you. And as you turn your countenance toward Him, whether that's at home or at school, in the carpool line, at the gym, at the grocery store, visiting a friend in the hospital, being at work, going to the library, wherever it is, as you turn your countenance toward Him and you take Him with you as a deliberate, intentional act of faith, May He give you peace. Go with God, friend. Be encouraged. Until next time.